Welcome to Music Forever, a podcast by the New Horizons International Music Association. I am Irene Cohen. Norman Thiel is the assistant director for the New Horizons Band in Godfrey, Illinois. He is the president of the New Horizons International Music Association, or NEMA, in 2023 and 2024. Norm shares his story about his music education, his interest in directing bands and choirs while working as a businessman and farmer. He's also known as the Trumpet Farmer. Norm and I met at the Cincinnati New Horizons Band Camp in July 2023. Welcome, Norm. Well, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. So our first question usually is like, how did you get into music? That's a great question. I came from a family that really had no music at all. Uh, I had a grandmother that played a piano, but other than that, no. My dad couldn't hold a tear, and uh, my mom didn't have anything. I just, just seemed like something that was interesting to me I wanted to do. Got involved in singing in church choirs when I was a little kid, sitting there in your little robe, and had these big sashes on the front of you, and you'd roll the, the stoles on, you'd roll the stole up, and then your mom would get aggravated at you because it was all curled up, and she had to iron it then the next or <laughs> the next week. So, and did that, sang in choirs and stuff all through there. And middle school and high school sang choirs all the time. So, fantastic. Start playing in band. Yes. Do you still sing? Do I still sing? Yes, I do. Sing quite a bit. So, try to. Yes. What are you, a baritone? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a good, good analogy. So, well, tell us a little bit about your choices of instrument. I mean, what instruments have you played over the years? Well, I started on the trumpet, and I still play the trumpet. I have never had very many interests in other instruments. The only one... If I had to start over again, I'd play a bass trombone. Other than that, I've had no interest. I've been totally intrigued in the past 10 years with bagpipes, but that's something out there that I will probably never get a hold of or do anything with. And uh, my brother, 13 months older than I am, he brought home a cornet because he started the year before when he was in fifth grade and I was in fourth grade. And I started playing it more than he was. So when it came to my turn, I got a cornet too. I started getting a little bit better than my brother, so he switched to French horn. What is it about a trumpet or a bass trombone or a bagpipe that attracts you to those instruments? Well, to be honest, I want to make as much noise as I can. I guess it's the exoticness of it, because there is no reed that you're blowing like on a clarinet and... Flutes are also one of those instruments that you have to blow into, and the trumpet uh, is one that you're buzzing your lips, and that's kind of what it is. It's all, it, it depends on how well you produce the sound and your embouchure and your lip structure and all that of how good your tone is going to be and what sound you're going to have. Same with the bass trombone. I just like that low, real gutsy sound that a bass trombone can give you. I, I, I know we only have three vowels, and it's not a fingering nightmare like 
flutes, clarinets, saxophones can be. So once you started to play your instrument, what started to happen throughout your life? How, how did you approach music? Well, it was probably, in grade school, it was kind of a nonchalant. I played in the band because it was a way to get out of the classroom. Then in sixth grade, we got a new band director. They consolidated all of these five or six different country schools out in the county into one school. They built a brand new school, a middle school, and we had 1,100 people or so, 1,100 students. And he was really nice. And I, I'm friends with him to this day. He's still playing trumpet. But I was kind of a troublemaker in the sixth grade. I, I didn't like studying too much. I got called to the principal's office one day, and she said, if you don't straighten up, I'm going to have to pull you out of band. That pretty much scared me silly because I wanted to be in the band. Yeah. And I... I decided I had better straighten up, so I straightened up. I'm going to a school with this brand new school, a brand new concept. It was open classroom. They had like six sections all met in one big room. Right. It's all the teachers in there. Mm -hmm. And then they decided, we're going to go to a pass-fail system. I thought, I got this. You know? <laughs> and I did. I, I was able to pass everything. And because you had to be pretty pretty well down or out to not pass things. So I just started playing in the band. The one thing my band director had on the wall that I still remember this day, I can still see that sign. It said, results, not excuses. And I thought, that's pretty much where you're going to live. As it was explained to me, an excuse is a, a lie wrapped in the skin of truth. So music made you into a good kid. That's what you're saying. Well, I, yeah, it, it actually, I think it improved my, my personality to some, some degree. Uh, it's really funny that that principal, she hired me to mow her yard when I was in high school. And then when I got clear through college and got educated and got a music degree and came back, I was directing choirs in different churches in the town. She went to a church that I was directing the choir of which was something that, you know, and she sat back there proud. And I'm like, that's, but it was you that did it. It right. wasn't, you know, it's not me. It's you that did it because you're the one that kicked me in the seat to get it to happen. Right. So, so that really went completely full circle. Correct. She correct. was your musical leader and then you became hers in later life. Right. And she really didn't have anything to do with music. I had a knack to know what I needed to straighten me up. So... Here you are growing up, and, and did you continue to play music? Obviously, you were yes. very involved in choral music. Where did you yes. go to school? When did you get your music degree? I got my music degree from Eastern Illinois University in Charleston, Illinois. It's a state-run school, and it's basically was known in the uh, six, 1960s and 70s as a teacher's college. In fact, it was started in 1910 or 20, whenever it was started, as uh, Eastern Illinois Teacher's College. So they had a heavy emphasis on education, not so much on the performance end of things, but to be good enough to be able to get that and to teach music and the ideas and the fundamentals and the theories. And what I liked about it was it wasn't a Bachelor of Arts degree. I don't have that. I've actually got a Bachelor of Music. When they consolidated these schools 
and we went to this one band basically for all these county schools and the band had 110 115 kids in it there was a gal little girl sat right next to me her name was Luann and she had long blonde hair and we kept sitting side by side all three years of the middle school we went to high school sat side by side she sang in the choir I sang in the choir too and we went to high school we sat basically side by side all the way through high school marching band in high school I we did Oklahoma I was Judd and she was Laurie we both went to Eastern Illinois University we were there right together both of us got music degrees she had an emphasis in keyboard and vocal and a minor in instrumental and I got a major in instrumental and she, in a minor in vocal and then I she came back to the hometown she taught choir at the home at the high school for several years mm-hmm. in my hometown so wonderful somehow you ended up in the world of New Horizons tell us a little bit more about that I directed some city bands and stuff in Jerseyville I did other things that I would direct or play in uh, the high school musical they went through a time where the kids were not strong enough to, to do the pit band for that and I'd play those pit bands one man told me, he says, have you ever considered playing in these New Horizons thing? I said, well, he said, well, you got to be 50. I wasn't quite 50. I thought, oh, okay, whatever. So then I turned 50, and I'm like, you know, I really ought to start playing a little bit more. So I went, found out when the New Horizons band met for the one guy I knew that was in my hometown that went down there, and showed up at a rehearsal and decided, okay, we'll give this a try, and stuck with it, and finally found the camaraderie that uh, people talk about and that they have in the New Horizons organizations, and these people were out there interested in you and talked to you and supported you and wanted to know what you're doing kind of thing. So then as things went by, they elected me president of of the board, and what really got me interested in NEMA was we had had several people who had passed away in our band, and we were sitting on quite a bit of benevolence money from that uh, when they named us as memorials, and we were trying, we were discussing what can we do with this money that's sitting out there that we don't want to just throw it in a budget and just a general fund we want them to be remembered somehow for what they did in the band. I said, well, why don't we buy everybody in the band a one-year membership into New Horizons International? So that's what we did. Fantastic. And so that's when I started doing that. And I got several letters from people in NEMA that said, we had never thought of that. We have this benevolence money. Can we use the same idea? And I said, sure. It's just something we came up with to try to do something. That is one way to help out and, and to do that. And that's when I got interested in the national level of things. Right. And, and, and you, got our, you got on the radar of NEMA because it was such an original idea to really get everybody to become a member of NEMA in your band. So, so you were invited to sit on the board of directors of NEMA, and now you're the president. And, and if, for those people who are not terribly familiar with NEMA, maybe explain a little bit what the organization is all about. The NEMA, New Horizons International Music, is the overseeing body uh, for 
the organization of New Horizons Music. All the bands are autonomous. They are, they do their own thing. They make their own rules. They meet where they want to meet. They take care of getting their own directors. They take care of their rehearsal space. They take care of their performances. We don't get involved with any of that. That's entirely up to each individual band. We're there to help create, in the past few years, local, recent years, virtual programming to teach you how to read rhythm patterns, to teach you how to how your instrument works, to teach you how to play a ukulele. Unbelievable to me. I have a lady in my band that takes the class, and she loves taking the class because she can hear her dog howl while she's taking the ukulele. <laughs> and, and she says, that's entertaining to me. And so she, she takes every ukulele class she can. And um, would we have a penny whistle class at one time? All the other things, the Beatles that are coming up, Klezmer, and all those things. And the band camps are another huge area that we work with to connect people to people outside of your band to be able to pull them in and to say, you know, we care about you. We want you to know other people are out there. We want you to understand other people have these same problems. Talk to them. See what's happening. Plus, we're always on the hunt for people who that we can see in these organizations that are quality people that could become board members or that could run other band camps or that could teach a virtual lesson. We run a professional development where all the band directors of NEMA can come together in a Zoom conversation two or three times a year and say, hey, I got this problem. Hey, I want to do this. How can I do this? How can I help with this? What can I do here? And it helps out the directors and the organizations that they're working with. Yeah. And it's really an organization that is by the people, the New Horizons people, for the New Horizons people. Um, and it is a not-for-profit organization. Um, so any uh, finances that are coming in through membership fees or programming goes right back into uh, the organization to help develop more programming. But there's also something unique about planning bands. Explain a little bit what happens if somebody would like to start a New Horizons band or group or orchestra. Well, if you'd want to start a new New Horizons group, our website, newhorizonsmusic.org, we have grant money available. Uh, if you want to start an organization, we'll work with you. We assign you a mentor to help talk you through all the steps you need to start a new group or to do a band or it, to do a camp, whatever you want to do. We have people in place that can do that. There's always an initial cost to starting up a new music group. And so um, when you become a group member of the New Horizons International Music Association and you've gone through those initial steps, NIMA will be providing you with that grant. Money really well spent to sort of increase the joy of music uh, and spread it around amongst so many people who want to do this. What would you say to a person who who's never really played music or who played music so many years ago that they don't actually remember how to do it anymore and, and would like to start up again. Because it's a frightening sort of thing to do, isn't it? It is extremely frightening in their mind. And the, say a word that we use in the Midwest, the bugaboo about all of that is that you're the only one that's frightened because nobody else is. In, in the New Horizons organization, uh, we 
work with people who have never played an instrument. We're talking people who have retired from a full life of work, 65, 70 years old. We've had come into our band, never have played an instrument, but always love music and listen to music and want to give it a try. But we don't put any pressure on you to say, well, you have to audition. You got to get good enough to audition to come into this band. Right. No. Mm-hmm. As soon as you say you want to join, we'll have you sitting in the band, sitting in the section. We had one lady who joined the band, and she was playing saxophone and didn't even know how to put the saxophone together. The guy that was sitting next to her had to help her put her saxophone together because it was the saxophone, I think, her son or somebody played that she had, and she just took it with her. Right. And... Yeah. Said, that's what I'm going to play. And she didn't even know what had to happen. She's playing now. She plays solos every once in a while. And she enjoys it. Doesn't miss a rehearsal. The fun for me is being able to talk to people and to be able to see people making relationships with other people to know that they're going to take care of them and that people are taking care of this camp that we're at right now is that you know there's nobody is talking about how much better or anything anybody is or anything right we got we got assigned parts to play in our ensembles but everybody got assigned all different parts yeah so not just one person not the best person is playing first part all the time that's passed through all the sections and that's one thing we try to try to make sure happens and Mm -hmm. that we don't we're here to help people understand in the camaraderie and the community that they can build within their organization that they're in absolutely well you know norm um i don't know how to thank you uh, enough for all the work that you're doing for nima for new horizons for your local group you know you're just exemplary to, to, to this organization and so many other people have been who have been working hard on this board or as volunteers for this organization. So I would like to thank you so much for doing this podcast, but for all the other work that you do as well and continue to work. It's thank an you. absolute pleasure having you. And um, we'll continue to have some more fun here at the Cincinnati Band Camp. I would like to thank Norman Thiel for this interview. If you would like to find out more about Norm's New Horizons Band, you can go to the Facebook page of the New Horizons Band of Godfrey. That is G-O-D-F-R-E-Y. Music for this podcast by Mary Riddle. Swag on. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Music Forever. If you are interested to be interviewed for this podcast, please email us at nimapodcast at gmail.com. That is N-H-I-M-A podcast at gmail.com. See you next time.